very, very lucky in Smyrna and thankful that we basically didn't get anything. A little no, bit of rain, a no. little bit of wind, and that was about it. Yeah, Rutherford County not hard hit at all uh, by this particular storm. However, uh, the other parts of the mid-state were hit especially hard. Uh, Dixon County, uh, Montgomery County, Clarksville, uh, parts of uh, northern parts of Nashville, uh, Madison, of course, and uh, over into uh, Goodlettsville, Hendersonville, and Gallatin. Uh, were especially hard hit. Unfortunately, six people, six people uh, lost their lives over the weekend with this uh, particular storm. And uh, the scariest piece of video Darren and I have ever seen um, is that tornado that formed on I-65 there on the north side of town. And you saw those, uh, those, those, those pulse, those flashes oh, there. Yeah. And then and fire. Then, and then fire. Fire yeah. as it hit the substation next to the Lowe's there in Madison. Anyone familiar with the Madison area, you have to know what I'm talking about as it set it on fire and uh, shot that fireball. I don't know how many feet in the air, but it lit up the sky. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, people lost their lives. I mean, it's just it's been a gut wrenching few days. It really has. Uh, and right this moment, I just checked. There's still about 3,800 customers without power yeah. here in Nashville. Yeah. That's, uh, now, that's the other part. Yeah. So many people uh, in our listening area, no power this weekend. Yeah. And temperatures down in the 30s and yeah. 20s last night. Yeah. So, uh, and a lot of houses destroyed all over everywhere in Madison, in Hendersonville, in Gallatin, in Goodlettsville, in Clarksville. A lot of houses torn apart. By this storm. A lot of areas yeah. in Clarksville torn apart. Yeah. EF2 and EF3 tornadoes. So those are wind speeds of 125 to 150 miles per hour. Why are we talking about this in December? Well, the Mayfield tornadoes, you may remember those, uh, that hit Mayfield, Kentucky, especially hard. Mm -hmm. yes. um, that happened two years to the day mm. that these tornadoes happened. Um, which is crazy to think about, but it, Darren, it, there's it's complicated. This is the best way I can describe it without trying to get political. Some people say it's climate change. Some other people say, well, it's just a different pattern that we're having right now. It has nothing to do with that. You know, it's just just the way it is. But you're right. There used to be a tornado season, mm -hmm. and December was not part of the season. No, I thought it was spring. So we all thought, but it, it turns out some of the deadliest storms that we've had have been unfortunately in November and December. Crazy, yeah. Um, so we're thinking about everybody out there who've been, uh, who were affected by this weekend's weather. Um, just tough, tough to watch those videos. But let, let yeah. me just say this, and, and I know it's going to come off very biased because on the radio side, this is basically what I've been doing most of my adult life. And I'm getting older when it's it's when tough times like deaths or bad weather, safety precautions. It's it's when you need to really appreciate local television and local radio. They save lives. They do. And for what you do in the mornings, the local coverage and it's not just Fox 17, all course, the local yeah, stations. Sure. You basically are on twenty-four hour shifts, right? I mean, you're you're just oh. <laughs> you're just constantly you're you're on the air. You're providing information, yeah, and you you just turn your your station into something that everybody's watching. 
Yeah. And all the programming that was supposed to be on there goes away. Yeah. And you're and just, people call and, and you're, they're, they're yes. not happy about it. Yeah. And and look, that that's never going to go away. Radio no. is the same way. But, you know, these two forums, radio and television, I, I know a lot of times, you know, we say we're in the entertainment business. It's about entertaining and we have fun and this and that. But when it's time to get serious, you can always turn to radio and television to also get serious. Yeah. And and help you, right? And educate you and tell you what's going on. And hats off to you guys at mm-hmm. Fox seventeen. Hats off to every local television station who just went round round the clock with providing information all weekend long during a tough time. It it was awful. It always is awful. And we're no stranger to this. No. I mean no. unfortunately it, it's, it's huh. right. I mean, unfortunately. It was awful in 2020. Yeah. It was awful in 98 for those who remember that. I mean, it, it was, it's awful every single time. Um, it'll be awful the next time. And there will be a next time, unfortunately. That, that's the only thing we do know. We don't know when or where, but we just know there will be a next time. You know, then we had to wake up yesterday and receive the bad news that we had lost Frank Wycheck. So when we come back, Mercy. somebody who worked alongside Frank every single morning, Monday through Friday, in this market, it was a very, 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 very popular morning show. Kevin Ingram is going to join us next and talk about his times with Frank Wycheck. I was privy to a lot of those times, and we'll talk to Kevin next. Here on the McFarland Show, WNSR. Tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the Callaway Paradigm Woods, forged carbon for unparalleled distance and forgiveness. Now up to $100 off. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series laser rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in store or online at WorldwideGolf.com. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's 5000 50000 or 500000 we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at TRA.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. Bob's Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob's Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts from the traditional fillet 
filet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's a Bill King show. We created a rule decades ago on the show. Weddings, things of that nature during the playing portion do not get consideration. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Weddings are meant for the spring. They do not get consideration during the playing portion of the season. That's just the way we work it around here. That's the way we play it around here. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Text the Strike and Spare Studio now at 615-844-5600. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Indeed we are. Remembering Titans legend Frank Wycheck. Darren and Justin here with you, and we are live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Our next guest, Justin and I, served two tour stops, two radio tour stops. Now, we weren't fighting for our country or fighting for our market. Okay. We were just doing radio together. Okay. And um, we had a lot of fun over the years. And we were at uh, one of the places together that um, had a very, very, very popular morning show, The Wake Up Zone. Mm-hmm. And I was privy to how that whole thing went down back in the day when they were thinking about, because people don't realize, 104.5 was not 24-hour sports. The first 24-hour sports station in this market was this radio station we're on right now. That is correct. Uh, and 104.5 was not. And they wanted to add another sport live sports show. And, boy, they did it right when they put together Kevin Ingram, Mark Howard, and Frank Wycheck. And Kevin now joins us. Kevin, how are we doing? Doing good, guys. Uh, appreciate you having me on here for a few minutes this afternoon. A good chunk of your uh, career, your professional career, was working alongside Frank Wycheck. I know... This has been a, a tough 24 hours. It's been a tough weekend in this market period. By the way, I know, don't you think you still live north of town? Are you guys okay? Oh, yeah, we're fine. Yeah, we actually live in Mount Juliet. So, uh, yeah, the worst of the storms kind of went to the north of us. But it's interesting. Uh, I lived in Madison when I first lived in this area, and I lived in Hendersonville uh, for a number of years, too. And, uh, gosh, the, you know, those places – where the storms had weren't very far from either one of those uh, two places where I live. But, uh, yeah, my heart just goes out to everyone who, who's been affected. Of course, uh, there's a loss of life uh, in Madison and, and uh, of course, in Clarksville. And, uh, gosh, you think about Springfield and those places and uh, re- really, really uh, thinking about everybody involved. And I know, Justin, you've been out covering a lot of it. Saw some of the coverage this morning doing yes, a great sir. job. And, yes, sir. And, um, yeah, it's just been 
uh, just difficult to watch and, and see all those scenes. And, you know, it feels like we've, we've had a lot of that in this area over the last few years. So definitely uh, think about everybody affected by the storms over the weekend. The three of you had never worked together before. When did you know that you, you know, that this thing had had an opportunity to be special? When did you know that, hey, I mean, you know what? This show's pretty damn good. When did you realize that? <laughs> Um, Darren, it took a little while. I mean, you're right. We had never worked together. I knew Mark a little, um, and I knew Frank a little. Um, I had covered the, the Titans toward the end of his career the last few years and, um, and been around him some, interviewed him and, and things like that, but never really working with him on a day-to-day basis. Uh, but it, you could tell early on there was some fun chemistry there, and Mark and Frank knew each other well enough that, that there was some chemistry and, and the conflict that it takes to do a, a, a quality radio show and sports talk show. And the thing is, like, there's never really been a whole lot like what we were trying to do in the mornings. Uh, you know, there have been you know, lots of sports shows uh, around town, but nothing really. I always thought this, this town was lacking a really strong morning sports show to where you get that, that first reaction uh, the, the day before his games. And uh, it, it maybe took a little while, but within a few months or maybe a year or two, I mean, you could really feel like there was momentum being gained. And uh, those guys played so well off one another. And all I had to do was kind of sit back and, and watch them go a lot of the time and, and keep things on the rails and, and go to the breaks or take the calls or whatever we needed to do. But uh, I, I think there was just some fun chemistry because we, we all seemed to connect well. And, um, you know, I, I found common ground with both those guys, uh, you know, Mark and I just over – uh, I share love of sports and and you know and, and working in broadcasting too and play by play and those things and and then Frank it's funny for you know a guy who's an all pro football player and has been the star athlete for a whole lot of his life he really had a geeky side to him too they like rock bands and Star Wars and wrestling and and you know a lot of the same things that I did because we're, we're basically the exact same age uh, he's two weeks older than me. Uh, but we, we all really connected in, in different ways, and I think we found that chemistry pretty fast to, to have a successful show. Yeah, Colin Cowherd calls those folks booger eaters, but I bet he would never have said that to Frank's face. I guarantee you that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I don't think so either. Uh, Frank I, is significantly bigger than Colin Cowherd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that goes yes, without saying. Yes, yes. You grew up in Kentucky. You, you, you are a Southern gentleman, and a lot of times on that show – the New York and the Philadelphia came out in them. That that created uh, on the air, and, and and I'm just curious with you being in the room. The tension was it just on air, or I mean, they had some spirited conversations over the years. Yeah, they did, and uh, yeah, you definitely got that Northeast flavor. And then when you you threw Kaharski into the mix, he got some New Jersey to go with it. Uh, or, or David Beauclair's uh, you know Philadelphia guy, another Philly guy. It was fun, though. I, I like that. Like It was fun sort of being the, the mediator for all of that. It, it would spill over off the air sometimes. But in a lot of ways, it was like pro wrestling where you go in there and you hit each other with chairs and then you go get something to eat when the show's over. That, that's just sort of the way it was. It, I, I think I think especially Mark and me understood that there was definitely that pro wrestling element to it that you're just sort of playing radio and you're playing these caricatures of yourselves on on the radio and and when it's over it's over uh, it was still it was still over occasionally and you know Mark always had to have the last word and I accused him a couple times of booking guests to try to win arguments which I totally think he did uh, that's probably for another show <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, but, uh, we'll pick this fans, up in the whoa. summer months and we'll go an hour or right, maybe the right. whole show <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we there was definitely some uh, spirited conversations and arguments over the years no doubt
who was the the female soft Monica Abbott? Is that right? The female softball player, the pitcher. Uh, it was it wasn't Monica Abbott. I don't think it was another pitcher for Tennessee. Okay, uh, that, that played around that same time frame. Uh, and if I remember right, she was a lefty, and I, I'm drawing a blank on her name. She was outstanding. Uh, she was an excellent pitcher. But I, I know where you're going with this. Uh, set, with set that challenge. up for people that, that don't know. <laughs> I mean, that was radio gold. How that whole thing. So, I, actually, I don't even know. I don't. I don't know all the layers. So, I'm anxious to hear the story too. Well, it, it all started from frank talking about how he could probably get in the box and, and get some base hits or hit a home run off a, a fast pitch softball pitcher uh, you know a, a college pitcher and so this was on the air obviously and and i don't know if somebody heard it and called in and said frank you know why don't you come get a piece of the action or, or what and so uh it, it turned into us doing the show up in hendersonville at, at the park up there I think, um one morning and uh, there were a couple different pitchers that Frank tried to bat against. There was one that was a, a local player that played some college ball around here, and she was really good. And I think she threw him a, a couple of uh, you know fat pitches just to let him build up some confidence. Because I I want to say like maybe he popped one up that would have been an out caught by a shortstop, and then maybe rolled one up the middle or something. But there wasn't a whole lot of solid contact being made. And then the pitcher that was from Tennessee, she got out there and just blew it past him a whole bunch of times. It was like. Bonk, bonk. I mean, you could just hear that ball hitting the backstop, uh, and uh, there, there not not a lot of contact being made. I mean, maybe he fouled one off or something like that. But yeah, the, the softball challenge was definitely uh, tilted toward the pitchers that that morning up in Hendersonville. Last thing, because I want Justin. I know you you got uh, some time restraints. So I want Justin to get in here too. I remember we all went to Canton, and we didn't go together. But the shows went to Canton. I don't remember. Was it Bruce? I think Bruce was getting yeah, inducted. Bruce, uh-huh into the Pro Football Hall of Fame and the Titans were playing the uh they were playing the Bills, correct? Was that the game the I, I think that's right. The yeah, preseason game. The Bills. That, that sounds right. So, you guys if I remember correctly, didn't you get on a private jet and go to Canton, which I was always jealous of. But after hearing the stories, I don't believe I was jealous anymore because I don't exactly <laughs> love to fly and I think if, if memory serves me correct, that flight was not very smooth. Yeah, uh, we we took this small plane up to, to Canton. It was like a little Learjet, um, and we got about halfway up there, and and there was some sort of problem with the the cooling system that provided like the air conditioning for the the cabin of the plane, and so it started to get really really warm <laughs> in there, and we were looking at each other like, okay, what's going on here? <laughs> And and finally, the pilot's like, look, there's there's an issue with the cooling system. A wire got cramped or something. There's no real danger here as far as the plane flying, but it's just going to be uncomfortable. So we can we can make a landing in Dayton or something like that, or we can go on. We were flying into Akron, I think it was. And it's like, hey, you know, we can go on and we can we can head on up there, and then you guys can you know go go to the hotel or whatever you're doing. And like, well, we'll just we'll press on and make it. But yeah, it was we we called it the hot jet after that. And and Mark, I. I I literally remember Mark having like a burn mark on his side from the the buckle, you know, like the seatbelt buckle, because it, it got that warm in there. Uh, but yeah, and then of course, on top of it, you had Mark, who's you know this this diehard, lifelong Yankees fan. It, the the flight was on August the second. We're flying into Akron, which is the the place and date 
of the Thurman Munson crash oh, no. in 1979. Oh, no. And so, of course, Mark, even before I think we got on the plane, Mark's like, you know, the, the, the anniversary of the oh, Thurman no. Munson. He's like, you got it. Like, Mark, just, just be quiet, okay? No, nobody really needs to hear that. And then I think Terry McCormick said the same thing, you know, later on. Like, great. Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> we really wow. didn't, didn't need that that element of the wow. story to go into all this. But, but the the good news is we made it fine. Like, we made it up there. We weren't in any real danger, but it was not the most comfortable flight in the whole world. Jeez. All right. Uh, from someone who who sat alongside of him and, and knew him well, you know, I, I look I, I look at the list here, um, Kevin, and Frank was among uh, the top 10 or top 20, rather, tight ends in the history of the game with receptions, 505 career receptions here for Frank Wycheck. How did he see himself as far as? where he was in NFL history or Titans history. How, how seriously did he take his playing career and his own legacy in your mind? Uh, you know, Justin, that, that's a really interesting question because, you know, as, as much fun as we had on the show and everybody kind of being goofy and all that stuff, like Frank was the, the ultimate pro when it come to playing, came to playing football. And I think he always felt like, and David Beauclair wrote a little bit about this too, that Frank, felt like he was always sort of on the verge of being cut, like he was one drop pass away from being out the door. And really that wasn't the case. He, you're talking about one of the best tight ends of his generation. And mm-hmm. You mentioned the 505 catches. I mean, he was an outstanding player and you know such a reliable player for a long time for uh, the Oilers and then, of course, the Titans when they uh, became the Tennessee Titans uh, in 1999. But um, I, I think he – you know, viewed his career with a bit of insecurity, but I, I think he also had that confidence in knowing that he was an excellent player, and he was an excellent player. And, um, and I think he just loved and appreciated uh, just that whole time frame and the time he spent in the NFL and the relationships he made. And, and the, the, I, I think more than anything for him, I think he enjoyed the whole locker room part of it with, with you know, being with the guys. And I think that part was really hard to replace for him when his career was over with, because you think about it, he had been playing with you know, Hall of Famer like Bruce Matthews and Steve mm-hmm. and Eddie, and mm-hmm. uh, you think about some of the other guys around that team, Brad Hopkins back then, and, and then over on the defensive side, you know, I had Blaine Bishop and Marcus Robertson, and, and uh, boy, just a, a lot of great players, Samari Roll, uh, all, all the players from that era of uh, time for that franchise where they had some excellent teams that made it all the way to the Super Bowl. Of course, you know, the run that, that started with the miracle play against the Bills in January of 2000. But, yeah, I think he, he viewed his career with a bit of insecurity, but I think in the end he was pretty pretty satisfied with, with how it all went and, and that he got the most out of his ability um, going back to his days in Philly. I remember Frank as the guy who was a, on the air, and I'm talking now, as a oftentimes fierce defender of the Titans, like almost at all times. Um, and I think, you know, and now he got irritated with the team at times. However, I also remember there were some people who were like, Frank, do you ever say anything bad about the football team? Like Frank, you know, they're two and 14, Frank, like, you know, it's all right to say something about them. Um, you know, like, do you remember anything about that particular part of, of Frank? It seemed like he was always for the Titans and there's nothing wrong with that. The Titans did a lot for him, obviously, but you know, it, it was just, uh, he seemed like he was always a guy who was going to be for the team and, and defend the team. Yeah, I, I think, you know, he felt that connection as a guy who had played there. And uh, you're probably somewhere in between if you're, you finish your career, but you're not really fully into the media where you're an impartial observer. Um, I, I think that's a hard thing for a lot of players that get mm-hmm. into the, the media business to be critical of, 
of people they've played with or know or coaches they played for and all those things. I think I think that's a difficult thing for a, a lot of former athletes when they they go into the broadcasting side of things. But uh, he was he was generally a pretty optimistic about the Titans and, and what was going on, and, and that was understandable just given his whole history with the franchise. When's the last time you had spoken to Frank? Do you know? Uh, I, I had not seen him in a, in a few years, actually. Uh, since I think the last time we were on the air, him on the show was in 2018. Now, I just uh, had contact with him back in October. Um, I always I really tried without fail when it was his birthday to, to send him a text because, like I say, we were – were born two weeks apart and mm-hmm. so i always knew when his birthday was coming up in october and uh this year i sent him a text and you know just wished him well and, and we, we had a nice little exchange about our families and what was going on and, um you know he had he moved to chattanooga to be closer to his daughter and his, his, his daughters and his grandkids and um i by all accounts was doing really well but that that was the last time i had uh, any sort of contact with frank and it was very positive and uh, it kind of makes me feel good that that was our our last correspondence if we if we had to have one no doubt, and, and that's where I was going to ask. Uh, I I had heard that he moved back. I just didn't know it was Chattanooga. I thought it was here, and I was trying to connect the the Chattanooga dots. So there, you just answered it. So thank you for that, Kevin. Sure. We could have done this uh, a lot longer. You were very gracious to come on and do this today. Thanks so much. Thank you. Uh, keep up the good work. When's uh, Vandy basketball? When do they play next? Uh, this week is final, so the players are taking exams, but we'll be back at it on Saturday night. Uh, we play down in Fort Worth against Texas Tech. Uh, it's part of like a three-game event there at, at the arena in, in Fort Worth. So, yeah, we'll be uh, back up and running on Saturday at 6.30 and uh, back at home next Tuesday. Our next home game of Memorial will be uh, Tuesday against Western Carolina. Hope you uh, have a comfortable flight to Texas. Okay. Yeah, hope, uh, hopefully the, uh, the air conditioning will be working fine. <laughs> Kevin, thanks so much for doing this. We'll talk to you down the road. Thanks, sir. All right. See you guys. Thank you. Kevin Ingram uh, worked alongside Mark Howard and Frank Wycheck on the wake-up zone for, I want to say, 14 years. Really? I think it was 14. Wow. It's a long time. Wow, wow, wow. Long time. Um, wow. There's a lot of new people in this market, and I get it. That's why you know we try to. We think this is a little bit unique perspective of this show. Yeah, because the two of us have been here from day one with the the professional sports here in town, and so we can you know provide a little bit unique perspective. Sure. Look, there's a there's a lot of really talented people over there right now, um, but that place in its heyday, and maybe I'm a little biased because I was a part of it in the afternoons. What was going on in that time frame, like the heyday, 06, 07, mm-hmm. 08, I just don't think it'll – there was probably a four- or five-year window where it felt like the entire city was listening <laughs> at all times. Yeah. It really did. Yeah. And, again, maybe I – but they were a big part of that growth. Big, It became a very – very popular morning show um and it was they did a great job it was yeah. three different personalities yeah three different and, and you know i i can relate to that because i've kind of lived that uh, a lot in my career too didn't exactly i i didn't have the same personalities the people that i worked with no at all no so um yeah that that kevin was a big part of that uh 
Oh man, it was Kevin made the thing go. Yeah, well, he um, was because you know, it was the point. With, without him, the thing would have been off the rails. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah, the thing would have been off the rails. Yeah. Um, so it was a much better product because of what Kevin was able to do for that show, uh, without question. Um, so, as far as, and I want to say this real quick about Frank and his and his legacy, you know, on the football field because there's Frank the broadcaster, and of course he he did, and we haven't even talked about his years on Titans Radio. Mm-mm. Um, and his time with Mike Keith, who I just had some correspondence with, and uh, he was he was very nice. And um, of course, he's got a, he's got a broadcast tonight. So, um, you know, I was thinking about him, and just you know, just had an email with him. That's all. And you know, on the field is where I was going with with, with Frank. Frank was not Shannon Sharp. Frank was not Tony Gonzalez, mm-hmm. um, who were the uh, prime great tight ends of the era in which that Frank played. Uh, he was not either one of those guys athletically. What Frank was able to do, though, without question, he had a knack for being able to block like nobody's business and find the hole in the zone to get himself open. He was excellent at getting himself open. He, I don't know how he found wherever he was supposed to be. He, reckoned, he read the defense wonderfully found a way to get himself open, and caught the football. Uh, Steve would find him. He was Steve's safety blanket for for years and years, and Steve's formative years Mm -hmm. when he was still learning how to really play the quarterback position in the NFL. It was before Derek Mason and throwing the ball deep and all of that. It was Frank Wycheck who caught a lot of those balls underneath and, and made that offense really, really go. He led them in receptions, I think, what, Four, five I years remember, in a row. It seemed like all the time. Five but yeah, seasons in a row. It, it's, tight end. It's what he did, he, at a, and he was an explosive. He was not one of these guys that was going to break a tackle and then go taking off for forty yards. He he did so by finding the weak spot in the defense and getting himself open, which was excellent. And catching the ball. And catching the football. Something the Chiefs' receivers have not figured out. This and, and by the way, he was the fullback. For a lot of that time as well. Now, it's true. They had Lorenzo Neal and, you know, they, they brought in some other guys. But for a long time, it was Frank Wycheck who was the lead blocker for Eddie George um, in, in, a lot of those, uh, in a lot of those games. So he played a very different position. I know there are people who think Delaney Walker uh, is the best of all time at the, at the position for the Titans as far as tight end is concerned. And I understand Delaney Walker is, it was an outstanding player. I'm not taking anything away from him. Um, but if you remember Frank Wycheck, he was a different kind of a player. But boy, was he effective! Uh, maybe one of the maybe one of the most effective players at his position that this franchise has ever had. Um, and you know, it th- that should not be forgotten uh, on especially a, a day like today where um, we remember him and his legacy. He was beloved in this market, and if it really wasn't for guys like Eddie. And Steve, he would have been probably the most popular. He would have been Titan yeah. ever. And you still see those eighty nine right? jerseys around. Well, I mean, he and he was. I mean, he's. I guess third on that list. Right? He is. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You could maybe say you could make a case that he was maybe more popular than Steve. He wasn't more. No one was more popular than Eddie. No. But I, I don't know. You know, it doesn't really matter. Just, I'm just saying no, those no. three are probably the top three. They were, yeah. The most beloved Titans ever in 25 years of, you know, well, actually it's more than 25 years. Yeah. Because they, yeah, yeah. they came here and played at Vanderbilt for a season. They did, and yeah. Memphis, I don't know if you even count Memphis, but here, mm. you know, since 98. Yeah. Frank Wycheck is top three. He, 
Is he, he not? As on popularity? Yes. yes. Popularity with the with, fans? Without question. Uh, especially when you include the broadcast well, stuff. Exactly. That, yeah. that, when you have to. Yeah. Like, you can't ignore that. Yeah. When you include the play on the field and then the broadcast afterwards. Yes. I mean, you. Yes. If you, you may be able to argue, you know, if you really wanted to, maybe number one because of the whole package. Because it did. You cannot ignore that. Like, he was... A team broadcast. Well, it depends on your age, but yeah, it, you know, it depends on your age and your and, and where you you were introduced to the Titans. Perhaps uh, would have a lot to do with that question. Look, I worked his shows back when player shows were a big to do. Mm-hmm. Frank Wycheck's player show was as popular as any show that's ever taken place in this town. There were shows. If the fire marshal showed up, that place would have been shut down. Yeah, you couldn't shoehorn another person in there. Yeah, uh, you know, it was also the new thing, the new shiny object, right? We've talked about sure, this. sure. It was professional football, it was an NFL team in this market, and they were good right out of the gates, right in their new stadium. Yeah, and so it made things a lot easier to be very, very popular. But I'm t- his shows at, at Jonathan's in Cool Springs. Mm. Oh my gosh. You could people would show up, Justin, an hour at least an hour earlier than the show, his show, yeah. his portion of the show. Yeah, typically we would be there doing the show leading up to his player show. You, the place was already completely full, at least an hour out from his hour. Yeah, as the a Frank Wycheck show. Yeah, it's well, yes, a very nice and. Well, and one more thing I wanted to pass along here about about Frank that I just that just popped to mind. The first time I met Frank, whatever year that was, I guess ninety eight, um, when I began covering the team, I remember watching Frank on the practice field, and then wanting to go inside. And of course, he's one of the big players. So you want to you know have a word with him, and I was looking for him, and you see the locker that says Frank Wycheck. You see the person sitting underneath. But he didn't look like the same guy that was just on the football field to me. Why? Because he, he he fixed himself when he got out of the shower and slicked his hair back and put on a shirt. He to me he always seemed like a totally different person than the the guy I saw out there, you know, knocking people around on the football field. I always found that interesting about Frank that he seemed to, for me anyway, he seemed to transform himself after games almost more than anybody. Um, you know, I, when he came out and took off that eye black and slicked down his hair, he looked like a completely different guy. Um, and he didn't have a big, deep, commanding voice. You know, he no far from it, far from it. And so he he looked and felt very differently than the way that he played. Yeah, yeah, that's fair to say. All right, we're wide open the rest of the hour. If you want to get involved, Chris Sanders will join us to begin the second hour. Six one five eight four four. 5,600. He was a teammate of Frank Wycheck, so mm-hmm. we'll talk about that. Also talk about tonight's game down in Miami with Forever Titan Chris Sanders. You're listening to The McFarland Show, Nashville Sports Radio. Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit JacksonBooneRacing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. 
Prince's Hot Chicken, the Tango Mo- High School. Before every game, we went to Prince's Chicken on Dickerson Road. Every single game. And it's the best. It's a staple in Nashville. And it just takes me all the way back. Prince's Chicken's from tenders to whole wings. They get baked beans, collard greens, and delicious desserts. It's all at Prince's Hot Chicken. Heat and flavor. Prince's is the original home of hot chicken worldwide. Check us out at the downtown location right across from Bridgestone Arena in the Fool Assembly Hall, South Nashville location on Nolensville Road, and the new Tango Outlet Mall in Antioch. Interested in working in a great environment with great hourly wages? Please submit a resume to Prince's Hot Chicken, AFH at gmail.com, or fill out an application on the Prince's Hot Chicken website. That's Prince'sHotChicken.com, and then click on Join Our Team, Prince'sHotChicken.com. Prince's Hot Chicken, proud sponsor of WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. It's the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. This yeah. is just it. The Titans are trading Kevin Byard to the Eagles. The yeah, Eagles are going to send the too. Titans a fifth and sixth round pick and safety Terrell Edmonds. Well, they're giving up on that contract. There were also a lot of Titans fans upset about some of the comments he made, which I thought was insane. Big kaboom here on this Monday. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Your exclusive National Sports Radio WNSR Sky Scan Forecast. Today we'll see sunny skies, a high temperature 48, mainly clear tonight, low 30. Sunshine and milder Tuesday, high 56. Partly sunny skies Wednesday, high 54. Utilizing the resources of the Motherbug Network on National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist, Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio, WNSR. Titans fans, Preds fans, we have you covered. The McFarland Show. 615. 615- 844-5600 is how you get in touch with us. We're in the Strikers Bear Family Fun Center studio. We are the McFarlands. We'll welcome your phone calls. Like Frank and Smyrna, who's listening on 107.9. Frank, what's up? Hey, Frank. Good afternoon, Darren and Justin. Uh, Justin, first of all, I'm going to start by saying, uh, you know, the events of the past few days, I have uh, found it hard for just me personally, just to... Uh, shut it down at night, and I, I wake up in the middle of the night t- just thinking about the tornado events, and I happened to be mm. up early this morning and uh, dialed into uh, 
your morning newscast there on Fox 17. Uh, yes, sir. Excellent job this morning, sir. And I want well, you to you, know sir. that. Thank uh, you, sir. Just appreciate everything you, you and your station did, is doing for the community and what all was going on Saturday. Just all the TV stations in town, you know, just, just nailed that coverage. You know, what life lost is too many, but I promise you, y'all saved billions. Well, I won't say billions. That's, that's a little far-fetched. Hundreds of lives, I, I, easily. Saturday, I understand, but, Frank. Because I, if you save one, it's worth it. I understand, Frank. Any of, you yeah. know, and, and I want, I just want to publicly uh, thank you as well as all the TV stations in this market for your coverage on Saturday. And uh, much appreciated. We've seen it before, and sadly, I'm sure we'll see it again sometime. Uh, yes, sir. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, no time soon. As far as uh, Frank Wycheck goes, you know, I've been around this area a long time growing up in uh, Tullahoma. And, Moving back to Nashville in 1995, uh, I've listened to sports talk just for that long. And uh, so I, I remember when the Titans came to town, and it wasn't hard for me to pick Frank Wycheck as my first jersey. I mean, after all, his name's Frank. He's got to be okay, right? <laughs> He's got to be an okay guy. I you mean, his name's Frank. You would think. You would think. Well, <laughs> so, uh, no, he, he, was, he was my favorite player, and I will never forget beating him. Uh, I guess it was right after he had retired and had gone to uh, do it at Tights Radio. A uh, friend of mine in the radio business invited me to hang out at Affiliates Weekend with him. And there was a breakfast at the uh, Wild Horse Saloon. And uh, anyway, we happened to be seated at the table with Frank Wycheck. So uh, I told him my Music City Miracle story about me being there. And he said, you did not leave the stadium. I said, no. He said, what were you thinking? And I said, I, I said, I really wasn't thinking anything, Frank. I'd had a lot to drink. Uh, I, I really wasn't thinking about anything. And he goes, so what else do you remember? I said, I just remember when I realized Dyson was going to score, uh, Joe, I jumped up and down and I fell over a seat in front of me. So I never really did see Dyson in to get to go into the end zone, but I knew he'd scored. Well, the, the, the whole table thought that was just funny. You know, Blake Bishop was sitting there, Frank Wycheck and uh, Kevin Dyson. And, of course, Frank says, give me your cell phone. And I said, why? He goes, I got to call your wife and verify this. I said, well, she'd be happy to talk to you, sir, but there's just one problem with that. He said, what? I said, she's sitting at church right now. And he goes, which is where I should be instead of hanging out with all of you guys. And uh, he, he kind of, they all laughed. And uh, he goes, well, why aren't you there with her? I said, because I'm hanging out with you losers. <laughs> which they, they all just had quite a laugh from it. And, he, he was such a nice guy. I would see him at the Predators games. You know, he's a season ticket holder uh, for for years there. You know, he, he was just, you know, he, he'd stop for anybody. He'd high-five or sign an autograph for a kid. I, I You know, just he, he was the face of the franchise and arguably probably the most popular type ever, obviously, behind McDair and uh, Eddie George. And uh, I will also say uh, it's, it's just quite a loss. I uh it's just very sad by it, but I got nothing but great memories of him. But I'm wearing my watch hat jersey today. Maybe, just maybe, we could rekindle some magic tonight because Lord knows we're going to need it <laughs> against the Dolphins. But that's, that's my memories of him, you, you know, and I, I appreciate you letting me uh, get on here and uh, talk about him. He, he was a great guy. He certainly was. Thank you, mm-hmm. Frank. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. You too. We haven't even brought up the fact that he is a part of not just the biggest play in Titans history, mm-hmm. one of the biggest plays in NFL history. He is. Yes. 
Yeah, the Music City Miracle. I was there. I was not. I missed that game. Frank was there. Although there are, it, it's that joke is real because there, there, there's a reason. I mean, it it felt like if you talked to enough people, there were two hundred fifty thousand people there. Everybody seems yeah, to think that's that they one were of there. the events. So thank you for being honest. Where everybody who you know they claims there's a lot the, of yeah. people who feel like they don't want to say they weren't there. They, yeah, they want to say that they were there. But yeah. I, I was there, and um, I mean I'll. I'll never forget that. That was the that that post game show in Wild Horse was the craziest thing I'd ever seen in my life. I, I don't know how many people were in Wild Horse that day, but if you remember, it was a it, that game started in the AM. On yeah, eleven thirty. Yeah, it was very very cold. It was a cold cold Saturday morning. Yeah. It really wasn't that interesting of a game. It really wasn't. <laughs> if we're just being honest, like if B were like, that was such an awesome game. No, it was an awesome no, it ending. It was yeah. an awesome ending. Yeah. It really wasn't that awesome of a game. Yeah. It was kind of boring, but it was really, really cold, low scoring. Yeah. And it was just one of those hard hitting yeah. playoff football games, man. The yeah. Bills were nasty, the Titans were nasty. Yeah. And it was just hard. It was tough sledding that day. Yeah, to get anything going, and that play, I'll never forget. I was, I did a lot of national stringing back then. I did it for a long time. Or basically, I would call in. And at the time, I think that day I was, I think I was only doing sporting news radio. And mm-hmm. was it Steve Christie? Was that was that the kicker? The kicker, right? yes. Steve Christie kicks the field goal and. Uh, I call in and I'm live on the air on national radio. Yeah. And I said, you know, the Titans are, you know, seconds away from suffering their first loss ever in Adelphia Coliseum. Mm-hmm. You know, they went, remember, they went all regular they went season. Eight, no. Yeah. They didn't lose a game at home. This is the uh, AFC wildcard game. This is the AFC wildcard Opening game. game of the weekend. They were going to have to do, you know, as we would find out, they would have to do the rest on the road. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, they're, they're they're about to, you know, suffer their first loss, and it's going to put them out of the playoffs against the Bills. And that play happened as I was they I was yeah. still on looking the air, at it, yeah. And I broke out into a legal play by play, yeah. And it was crazy, and it wasn't near as good as Mike Keith's call, but I did the best <laughs> I could do considering this craziness happened right as I was on the phone doing on national radio. And when I got done and, you know, they, they, they didn't hang up on me. They put me on hold when they were done with me Yeah. and the producer picked up and I said, I hope I didn't, I hope I'm not in trouble. I hope you guys aren't in trouble because I know I'm not supposed to do that. And he was cracking up. He's like, we loved it. No, you're, you're good. That was awesome. And I just remember how loud that there's no way it'll, that place will ever be as loud as it was at that moment. The electricity in this city on that day after that is unmatched. Even with the Predators and what they were able to do, and trust me, that was very magical and wonderful with the, with the cup run and all that and the party in the park. But because it was new, the, 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 I, was, I wouldn't classify it as energy. It was electricity. It was, it was a spark 
Like you felt it all around the city. Everybody had flags and, and the whole thing. I'm like, it was a movement there for a few minutes with that football team in that particular run. If you were cold that day, you were not. You cold. were not. I promise you. Yeah, after that, everybody play, was just because oh. everybody's hugging everybody. Everybody's jumping up and down. The blood was flowing. Man. I promise you, you weren't Man. cold then. But they kick off. Lorenzo Neal fields it. He tosses it back to Wycheck. Yeah. And Wycheck tosses it across the field to Dyson. Yeah. And the rest is history. After the review. And I believe he was untouched. Uh, you are correct, sir. I don't believe he was ever touched. Head referee Phil Luckett making the call, I believe. Mm. All right. We'll uh, take our final break. Come back. Wrap up the first hour next. Do you want to work at the OG of Hot Chicken, Prince's Hot Chicken Tanker? Outlet Mall, 4060 Cane Ridge Parkway, Suite 102 in Antioch. Prince's is looking for fun, energetic, and friendly smiling faces as food runners and cashiers. They're also looking to create an amazing culinary team to carry on the Prince's tradition. Interested in working in a great environment with great hourly wages? Submit a resume to Prince's Hot Chicken, AFH, at gmail.com or fill out an application on the Prince's Hot Chicken website. That's princesshotchicken.com. PrincessHotChicken.com Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the Best of Rutherford County voting for Best Liquor Store and Top Wine Shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. Fill the halls with shouts of winning. fa la 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 Tis the season to be giving. Fa la 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 la. Instant games to friends and family. Fa la 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 la. Join the joyous cash prize carol. Fa la 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 la. With top prizes up to five hundred thousand dollars, holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery make grand gifts. Find them at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer today. Please play and gift responsibly. 
The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all of the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. You're listening to The McFarland Show live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Chris Sanders will join us to kick off the second hour of the program on this Monday. Hope everybody is doing well. Tough weekend here in this market. Yeah. Tornadoes on Saturday. A lot of destruction. Mm-hmm. And then we learn the news of Homer Titans great Frank Wycheck uh, passed away. 52 years old in his home in Chattanooga Man. on Saturday. Apparently fell. Uh, he is going to be, the family has put out there, and Frank had always said that he was going to be, he was going to donate his brain for CTE research. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had said that for, I don't know, I, I remember him saying it 20 years ago. So at least 15, 20 years ago. So that is the case. And um, mm. the family said they are indeed going to do that. So, um, you know, I don't know what, how that all works. I don't sure. know if uh, there'll be a report that comes out. I suspect that there will be. Whether or not it's released to the public is I don't know something how that works. different. Yeah, I don't I know. I think it's up to the family whether yeah. or not they want to let everybody know what it's said. Uh, but I know it's kept, obviously, for, for science and medical research. But that does not mean uh, that it's necessarily made available to the public. Um, for for us to know exactly what it says, uh, I remember Junior Seau's family being very public about um, releasing his mm-hmm. uh, information when it came out. But that's not everybody's testimony. No, so it'll you know who knows what Frank's family will decide to do tonight. The Titans are down in Miami. There's two Monday Night Football games: Packers and Giants, Titans and Dolphins. And um, unfortunately, the news has not gotten better. For the Titans, uh, Big Jeff, Jeffrey Simmons, has been ruled out of this game, not playing. We told you uh, the injury report on Friday, and uh, unfortunately it's gotten worse. He's out. Tier Tart is listed as questionable. I think it was personal reasons, mm. which I thought was, I don't know what all that means. Isn't he in a contract year? They need him to play. This just in, so I don't know what's going on mm. on that front. I believe he's in a contract year, so he's got some personal reasons to be on the field. Yeah. I I, mean, I don't know what's I, going on at the house. I but. just don't know. I, I just There's no scenario that I could play out in my head where the Titans win this game. I just don't know how they could. I mean, it's the NFL. We know anything can happen. Sure. I just I can't. There's no vision that I have of them winning this game. <laughs> Unless... There's a little Frank magic tonight, and, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what else. They can't stop Derrick Henry somehow, and, you know, yeah. Derrick goes for 200, which was something we haven't seen in a long time. By the way, how's Derrick doing? I know he's going to play, but how's he doing, you know? I, I, no no so. way to know. We'll find out. Find out in a few hours. All right. We'll start the second hour with Chris Sanders, and we will do that next.
560 AM, 95.9 FM, Brentwood, Nashville, 107.9 FM, Smyrna, Nashville's first 24-hour sports station. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. ABC News, I'm Daria Aldinger. A Texas woman told by her doctors her fetus has a genetic disorder, which is almost always fatal, is ending her battle against the state's abortion ban. A civil district judge cleared the way for Kate Cox's abortion, but the Texas Supreme Court paused the lower court's ruling. Now the Center for Reproductive Rights, which represented Cox, says she's given up on having the procedure done here in Texas. The group won't say where she's gone. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. Special counsel Jack Smith's team is asking the Supreme Court to immediately hear an appeal a former President Trump's election interference case. President Biden was in Philadelphia today announcing $22 million in federal funding. It'll allow the city to reopen and staff three fire companies, which had been closed due to budget cuts. Ukrainian President Zelensky in the U.S. speaking to students at the National Defense University, urging Congress to approve more USAID to his country as it continues to battle Russia. This is ABC News. It's easy to think all money managers are pretty much the same, but at Fisher Investments, we're clearly different. Different? How? You sell high commission investment products, right? No, Fisher Investments doesn't sell any commission-based investment products. Well, you must earn commissions on trades. Nope, never at Fisher. We're a fiduciary, obligated to act in our client's best interest. It's the highest standard of care for a financial advisor. How do you know what's in their best interest? We get to know our clients and then tailor a portfolio based on their goals and needs. But you probably sneak in some hidden and layered fees. No, we have one transparent management fee structured so we do better when our clients do better. Wow, you really do look out for your clients. That's because our top priority is helping them achieve a comfortable retirement. It might be why most of our clients come from other money managers. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments, clearly different money management. Investments and securities involve the risk of loss. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Your brain is an amazing thing. But as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times national survey of pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen, healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Whoa! Why do you Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin.
Tough day in the Music City. Second hour of the McFarland Show. Darren and Justin here, live in the Strike Us Bear Family Fun Center studio. We had a good conversation with Kevin Ingram, who did the Wake Up Zone with Mark Howard and Frank Wycheck for well over a decade in this market. And uh, going to keep that going. He was a teammate of Frank's back in the day. Forever Titans wide receiver Chris Sanders now joins us. Chris, how we doing? Hey, man. All right. Can you hear me pretty good? Hear you loud and clear. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm in the car. How's everything going, man? Well, um, what do you remember? I mean, you know, what I'm now, what do you remember? What, yeah. when did you find out yesterday and what was your, you know, your initial thoughts? You, you know, I was actually, I was in church and, uh, you know, I had my phone off and actually when I turned it on, I had, I promise you, I had about 45 messages mm-hmm. and all I kept, all the messages kept saying is, did you hear what happened? So what I did is I called Corey Curtis in town to see what happened. And he told me that, you know, Frank, Frank Wojcik passed away. And it, it goes back to being stunned again. And, you know, it's, it's, I'm not trying to be sentimental or anything, but it just, we, Eddie George said it so profound. And he said this, he said, we got to give flowers to people when they're alive, as opposed to when they pass away. And it took me back to when was the last time that I talked to Frank Wycheck or even checked on Frank Wycheck or even see how he was doing. And I, I kind of struggle with that today because the same situation that happened with, you know, Josh Evans and, and Steve McNair that I want to celebrate them while they're here. And I just sat in my car for maybe about 15, 20 minutes. Like, when was the last time I talked to him? So it's just kind of a tough day to, to know that Frank Wycheck is gone. What do you remember – Frank, uh, as your teammate, what what are some memories that you have of Frank as your teammate? You know, I met Frank Wojcik in, in 1995. I remember when he got caught from, cut from the Washington Redskins and, and they brought him in. And just a transition where we moved from from, from um, Houston to here, and I just built a good relationship with him. And, and the funny thing about uh, Frank Wojcik, he gave me a nickname. He would call me Sander Claus. That was his nickname, nickname that he called me all the time. But just the man that he is, just the player that he was, he was just one of those guys that you love to be around. He enjoyed the game. He was one of the best tight ends I've ever been around. And I'm just saying it because he passed away. But um, one of the memories I remember that was kind of funny, just to kind of lighten the move, mood, but we were playing uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. And, uh, you know, Frank Wojcik always thought he could dance, so he caught a touchdown one time, and he did the Macarena. And I'm like, don't, don't ever do that again. And he looked at me and said, man, I'm just trying to get my boogie on. And we laughed about it. And, and, and the reason why I share that story is not just to lighten the mood, but just to understand what kind of guy they were dealing with because he loved the game of football, but he just enjoyed what he was doing. Yeah, people don't realize, I mean, what a find for Floyd Reese as the general manager at the time. Oh, my He was gosh. on the scrap heap. I mean, he did, yes. they just plucked him off the scrap heap, and he's turned out to be one of the best players that you know this ever. market has ever seen. Ever. <laughs> and, 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 and the thing about it is if – there's no Steve, and I say this in a respectful way, there's no Steve if there's no Wycheck. Because Wycheck was a safety valve, valve for uh, Steve Benier. Because if you look at his success, whenever, whenever Steve Benier got in trouble or had to get out of trouble, he consistently looked for Frank Wycheck. He led the league, or not led the league, but led the team in yard, not yard, for four straight years. I'm a receiver, and I'm supposed to lead in that category. But the player that Frank Wycheck was, he led – four years in a row and receptions on the team. So it just shows you the caliber of the player that he was. No doubt about it. Where were you uh, 
during the Music City Miracle play? I was I was on the sidelines actually seriously praying like man I I was thinking that I would love to have gone to the next round of the playoffs because I actually thought it was over. I mean, there's no possible way, and we got 16 seconds left in the clock. And uh, when I actually saw the play develop, you know, they, they kicked it to uh, Lorenzo Neal, who in practice couldn't catch a cold, and then they give it to uh, Frank Wycheck, who in practice he always thought he was a quarterback. Then they give it to Kevin Dyson, who's not, who's not supposed to be in the game. Mm-hmm. So that's why you have a situation to where you call it the Music City Miracle because it's a miracle that – uh, uh, Lorenzo Neal caught the ball. It was a miracle that Frank White checked through it to Kevin Dyson. It was a miracle that Kevin Dyson was in the game. So that's what makes that schedule so uh, that uh, play so special. Who was supposed to be Kevin Dyson? And, uh, 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 Derek Mason. Right, and he Derek was Mason, cuckoo for Coca Cola. De- yeah. Yes, he had a concussion. He did. He thought I was Ralph Sampson. I was like, hey, how you doing? Like, He's like, how you doing, Ralph Sampson? I'm like, no, I'm Chris. They're like, like oh, yeah, he can't, he, he can't go in. He can't go in. <laughs> he can't go in. I'm like, man, I'm, I don't look like him. He said, okay. Then he called me Robert Parrish. I'm like, come on, man. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, did he think he played for Ohio State that day? That's yeah. No, he thought mm. I played for Michigan State. Yeah, okay. I knew he thought I played for. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that that is crazy to think about. Um and you, and you're not privy to that stuff. Like they actually worked on that what on Fridays or no, Saturdays? No, no, let me tell you. No, we didn't. We never worked on. No. It. I don't know who I don't know who's telling y'all that story. Even they telling me the story. Your coach. They but say Jeff Fisher is. No, coach. no. I've, I've heard coach. it too. I've heard it and Darren has heard it. No. Jeff Fisher is saying okay. that. Multiple times must, to multiple people. I must have been in the training room because I or or <laughs> on the sideline getting some Gatorade. I've never ever in my life seen them practice that in practice. Never. Maybe I wasn't paying attention, but when they said, "Oh, we work on that all the time," and we we we, we want we did one for the Gipper, I'm like, man, I'm looking side eye. Like, are y'all serious? So you drew it up in the no. dirt. They do. They they look. They use some stick man. You know, you draw stick man when you were young. <laughs> they had some stick man. And draw some stick, man, and say we're going to run this play. That's exactly what happened because I'm telling you, I don't remember none of that. That's that's funny. <laughs> um, yeah. he, he obviously, the, the tough part about what you did for right. a long time, especially in that era of football, Yeah, Frank and, and Frank was obviously not the only one. There was a lot. Of, you, yeah. you saw yeah. every day, every Sunday. Uh, you know, you, you, and you lived it, right? Going across yes, the middle, yes. or just oh, what would happen to receivers and tight ends in the game then? And, you know, Frank, and along with hundreds and hundreds yes. and hundreds of players over the years, just took a oh. beating uh, with hits, big, huge hits after catch. Yeah. It, it is scary. And I, and I got a couple of uh, concussions playing against the Pittsburgh Steelers, but I remember uh, we were playing against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I remember Frank Wycheck getting blasted. And when he got blasted, he was in a huddle, and he was dark red. And we had to actually call timeout to get him out the game because he was holding his head because he physically got hit so hard. And people don't – listen, people don't understand the punishment that we go through. People think just think that we show up on Sundays and it's kumbaya and we're drinking Gatorade and holding hands and playing Duck Duck Goose. No. We are every moment, every – second on that field we're putting our life at stake and to see listen to see frank wycheck when we had the um when we had the unveiling of of the um the, the jerseys the second time when he walked across the stage 
and he didn't know where he was, I was like, that's a problem. Chris, I want to ask you about Frank on the field. How did he get yeah. so open? How did he always find the spot in the zone? How did he always yeah. know where to go? He mastered the game. And when I say mastered the game, it started in, in, in the, uh, watching film. And he wasn't the fastest guy. He wasn't the swiftest guy, but he understood how to run routes. He knew that if, if, if the, uh, the linebacker was, if a linebacker was covering him, he understood how to do leverage. He understood how to run the choice route. He understood how to lie with his eyes. He understood how to stack the linebacker to actually get open. So when you're a guy that's not fast and, and, and it's an okay athlete, you got to beat guys with technique, and that's exactly what he did. And every time he got open, because he was a student of the game. Talk about his his I think an underrated part of his game, and that's and that's hands. Frank caught the ball with his body. Right. He caught the ball with his hands. I know you're a coach right. now, and you know a lot of athletes, you know, try to do all kinds of things. Frank was a very very technical guy uh, when it came to catching the football. He knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah, but you know what? I, I, he caught the ball really really well. But here's what he did that was so so spectacular of him being a great player is his yards after the catch. If you watch some of the games that he played, he would catch a little choice route. Next you know, he runs, you know, 20 to 25 yards. I remember we were playing um, when we first moved to uh, Tennessee and we played the, 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 the Raiders. And the game was on the line and Mac did him a pass and he had yards after the catch and he jumped over you know, a couple of guys to get the first down. So I understand that his hands were great. He caught the ball at the highest point. He never caught it with his body. But I loved his yards after the catch that made him special. All right. Let's talk about tonight's game very quickly if we can. Yeah. And I know it's, 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 it's hard to, you know, just fast forward like that. Um, but the Miami Dolphins are, are, are getting set for the Titans to come down there uh, to South Beach. And they've got a player who plays wide receiver. Uh, you may have heard of him. His name is Tyreek Hill. Oh and, you know, he runs and people call him Cheetah. And he's yeah. flying uh, down the football field at speeds that people have seldom seen yeah. before. Is it just the speed or, or is it other things are impressive about Tyreek Hill? What makes him the player? You know what's so wild is, is, you know, the nickname fits him, you know, to the T. We, they call him a cheetah. And if you look at the characteristics of a cheetah, they're explosive, they start and stop, and they can change directions. That's exactly what, you know, Tyreek Hill, Hill is. He explodes off the ball. He understands how to get the guy off the spot. He understands how to start and stop, and he understands how to change directions. I've been around football a long, long time. There's only one guy that I ever see that starts to stop like him, starts and stop like him, and that's Barry Sanders. Yeah, Barry. When you're talking yeah. about Tyreek, when you're talking about Tyreek Hill, I've never seen somebody catch the ball and explode past everybody when each guy has a perfect angle on you. I've never seen. I've done that a couple of times, but I got caught. But with him, there's nobody catching this guy when this guy catches the ball. So when you call this guy a cheetah. That's exactly it. It fits him perfect like a glove because he starts to stop chest over knees, explodes off the ball, and there's nobody can catch him. There's, that guy is very, very, very special. He seems to start in second gear or third gear. Whoa. Whoa. I mean, it, it's unbelievable. I mean, I watched him, I think, two weeks ago, and he caught like a slant. 
and they were playing a, they were playing a cover too high. He caught a slant, and he ran by everybody. And when he got in the end zone, he was in the end zone, and they were about fifteen yards behind. If yeah. you look at this whole, if you look at this whole Miami team, if they put together a four by one relay, I think they were placing the limits because they're so fast. Jeez. How much do you think Tyreek Hill benefits from the rules of today's game? Because you oh cannot do the things they did to speedsters uh, back in your day. Uh, Would Tyreek Hill be as effective, you know, against some of the some of the safeties and people that you saw uh, during your era? I think he still would be successful because his feet are so fast at the line of scrimmage. And we always talk. I, I got coached by Les Steckel. He said you win at the line of scrimmage with your feet. And with his quickness and his, his explosiveness and, and setting guys up, I mean, he was unbelievable actually in doing that. So, you know, I know back in the day they can put their hands on you and, you know, guys can jam you at the line of scrimmage. But with his speed and his acceleration and, and, and winning at the line of scrimmage, I just think it will make no difference once he still will be successful. I know you're not there, but I'm just going to throw it your way anyway. There sure. was a lot made about David Long and not being able to stay on the field. He got a pretty I know. I, pretty favorable contract. It really wasn't. It was Man. pretty cheap, right? It David was. Long leads the Dolphins in tackles this year, Chris. <laughs> David Long has it's played crazy. every game this year for the Dolphins. How do you explain that? I, I don't know. I don't know if it's the way that, where the Titans practice or, you know, the – the, the conditioning. I don't know what it is because it's like that with every player that leaves the Tennessee Titans. Look at AJ Brown. AJ Brown was consistently hurt with the Tennessee I know, Titans. I know. He goes to the he goes to the Philadelphia Eagles and he looks like a young kid. He's not hurt. He's consistently in shape. I don't know what it is, and I'll never ever put down you know the Tennessee Titans. But when the team when 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 the when a player leaves and goes to a different team. They're like healthy as a bat. So I don't know what it is. So that's just a tough question to answer. I know when you played, you had a beeper and used a a payphone and landline. (laughs) So there was no social media. I don't don't believe in that. I I still got my space. (laughs) (laughs) Last thing. Uh, And I'm being serious because we're going to talk about this next. And I don't know the answer. And I don't suspect you do either. But you've been in those rooms and you've been around players. You've been a former player. Here's yeah. the other one. Monty Rice was released. Oh, and yeah. Monty Rice, exactly. you know, has a there's been, there's been a lot of shots taken at, you know, this yep. franchise on the way out yep. the door. And I don't believe that to be common. Look, dudes get cut no. or released all, all the, time. the time. All the time. All the time. Not yep. just here, but around the yep. league. And there yep. seems to be a pattern developing where Yep. The dudes on the way out the door here yep. have something to say. What do you make of that? You know what? It's it's funny that you say that because when I um when I saw that situation where he got cut, TD told me this. He said he was watching a game. He said when the defense huddled up, when when uh, the offense was on the field, he was on the side not paying attention. Basically, that's saying I don't care what y'all do. I'm not listening to y'all. And when you have a situation like that as a player and you're not paying attention, they're going to get you out of here. So I just think that when you have a situation like that and you're a disgruntled player, coaches are going to be like, I'm not going to invest in you. I'm not going to give you all my knowledge if you don't want to be here. So I don't know if it's the coaching. I don't know if it's the style of coaching. I don't know if the, the coaches don't have a relationship with their players. But at the end of the day, you're looking at a guy that was very disgruntled. And when you're very disgruntled and you're not a part of the plan, they're going to get you out of here. And then on the flip side, maybe he asked to be released because 
he feels that they're not using them correctly. So there's kind of two sides to the story. I know you have probably haven't gotten my Christmas gift yet, but I've been asked. I got the same thing you got you last year. Same thing I got you last year. Well, okay, then this is going to answer my question. <laughs> I've been asked to participate in the Titans' 25th anniversary team, putting that together. And well, what are y'all doing? I have to pick four receivers from a list, and you're on if, that if, list. And if, you know, if just, you didn't pick I'm me, just saying, if, you didn't, mm, if you're getting if, me the same gift as last year, that made my no, decision pretty easy. No, no, easy. no. I I said I want to to Genesis Diamond Store to get you a uh-huh. a, 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 a watch because I can power. do. Let's see. I'm looking at the list. Man. I can do Damian Williams. I can do that. Man, I can do Roy Dell Williams. Let's say Roy Dell Williams. He's on that list. He's too. on there too. Yeah. Uh, I can do Lavelle Hawkins, who I've oh, called wow. Lavelle, Lavelle before. Hawkins. I could do that. That's a nice choice. Yeah. There. I could do. But I no, could, what is it? Do Kendall Wright. Kendall Wright. I can do Justin about, Gage. He's on the list. Justin McCarrens. <laughs> Justin McCarrens is on there. the list. You know, I can only pick four. A little Eddie Berlin and, action. You know, there. I'm just saying, just keep that in mind for my Bird. Christmas gift. You know, you got a room. I'll oh, yeah, see, I'll see. he's got us on hold. See, that's see, a, that's the demerit. That's the demerit. That's the demerit. I've got my list. Don't. I've got my four. Don't worry about Chris. No, no, we're good. No, no, hold on. Can I, can I, <laughs> I, my heart is broken, man. I've got till January first to turn this in, so I I'm mean, just saying that, I'm, uh, that is unbelievable. I mean, I thought we were friends. I, I you know, hey, a lot of things can happen what? from now until January one. I'm just saying, but, when I have to turn it I in. I mean, but if I if, if I give you twelve dollars and five pennies, would I make, would you let me be on it? <laughs> Why five pennies? Just give me a nickel. That'll get I you don't ahead. Want the five okay. pennies. That'll get you ahead of Tyrone Calico on the list. That's all oh, that will do. Yeah. That'll get you just ahead. Actually, I don't even think he's on the list. Tyrone Calico on the list. Oh, no, my I don't think God. he's, even he's on not there. on the list. So he's never, not even never on mind. There. Never mind, Chris. Never mind. No, no. See, you guys are. I'm so. I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> my heart is broken for real. Hey, just I mean, so you know, I, I wear a 3XL and, and shirt, so... Um, Jim, I got you, man. I'm going to give hey. you a tank top with a Kool-Aid stain on it. <laughs> you can suck it in. <laughs> Look, don't give me no Pat McAfee tank top. I don't need that. <laughs> Chris? <laughs> and then, and then, I'm, hey, this is what I'm going to get you. I'm going to get both of you guys, and I'm going to take a picture and put it on Facebook. I'm going to both give you guys some coach's shorts and a tank top. <laughs> and some tube socks. And, and some tube socks. And you got to wear some wristbands. Okay. Wristbands. We'll do it. We'll do it. Just because. Uh, Chris, thank you so uh, much, my you, friend. Guys. You are welcome, guys. Talk thank to you, you soon. Okay, bye bye. Forever Titans wide receiver Chris Sanders and somebody I probably won't be voting for. I mean, just saying. didn't sound like he offered a whole lot. He there. really didn't. I mean, you would think somebody a whole lot of qualified with me dangling people out there. that out there that whole he lot would, of qualified people. Like you wouldn't believe. I can't wait to see you. You wouldn't believe what I got. Don't you only this do this year. once every twenty five years. He didn't do that. Mm. Nope. All right, we'll take a break. We're wide open the rest of the hour. If you want to get involved, six one five. 844-5600. A lot to react to, and we'd love to hear from you as you listen to The McFarland Show on Nashville Sports Radio. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, coworkers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. 
Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy, and I can cash out whenever I want. That's a total no-brainer. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger. And 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger. And one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much. By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. Attention high school sports fans. Are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Tennessee needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Jim Rome is here weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. Give the show a couple of weeks. You're not going to like it. Nobody likes this show the first time they heard it. My wife hated the show. I married her. Give it two weeks. If after two weeks you can honestly say to me, you know what? I listened to every day for two weeks, and the truth is I hate you more now than I did the first day. And I'm going to be man enough to say to you, you know what? You probably aren't that smart. Jim Rome, 11 to 2 on Nashville's original sports radio, WNSR. You're listening live from the Strike and Spare Studios, downtown Music City. It's the McFarland Show. Five eight four four fifty six hundred is how you get in touch with us. We had Kevin Ingram on in the first hour. We had Chris Sanders on to begin this hour. Now we'd like to hear from you and Eric wants to chime in. Eric, what's up? Hey, Eric. Hey, hey guys. I'm going to get to Frank Whitecheck last. I just want to talk about a couple of results yesterday. Okay. Guys, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. Last night's game, I definitely did not expect that. I thought the Cowboys could and would win. Did I expect a blowout? No. And the fact that the, the Eagles, Philadelphia Eagles, for the first time since 2017, did not score an offensive touchdown. Who would have thought that? I, I just was stunned. But I'll say this again. I think the, the Cowboys benefited like the 49ers did. The fact that 
uh, it was disadvantage for the Eagles the fact that both teams had 10 days off they had to play them. And I just think the law of average is finally caught up with the Eagles. I'm still not saying they're done. I still think they'll probably win the NFC East, but that defense is an issue. And they definitely miss Shane Steichen on offense. They miss a defense coordinator who's with the Cardinals. And those five players that they lost, and unless they get that fixed, they're going to be in some serious trouble. Well, I don't know. I don't know, Eric, because nobody's – nobody. Really, the the team to beat, I don't think anybody's doubt, is San Francisco. And then after I that, everybody's that. got yeah. warts. I mean, yeah. even San Francisco, look, San Francisco can be beat. There you yeah. But yeah. San Francisco does San Francisco does look like the clear best team in the NFL. They just do. But after yeah. that, I mean, we can we yeah. can sit here and pick apart every team. We really could. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. And as far as the Buffalo Kansas City game goes, uh, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, cry me a river. It's I know. Just, it's, 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 it's so hilarious. So, but well, you should make the call and all this type of stuff. Those that they didn't get the pass interference call. And here's the thing: they benefited from calls. I remember earlier this year against the Vikings, and certainly in that Sunday night game against the Jets, where y'all benefited from some calls. So, you know, cry me a river. Yeah, all this I, stuff. I think outside I, of Kansas City, everybody was rolling their eyes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 I think. Both Reed and Patrick Mahomes, I think they're going to get heavily fined for some of the stuff they said. I'd be shocked if they didn't. And guys, uh, well, now, by the about, way, about, real quick, Eric, yeah, let's just yeah. say this: How about Kadarius Tony just have you know oh, like yeah. half of his body on sides yeah, rather than yeah, yeah. you know be lined up uh, yeah, over with, with the, the defense. defense with yeah, the defense? I mean, essentially, come on. Yeah, yeah. And the thing that was so wild about it, they showed the isolation on him after running down the play. That he was upset, and I don't know if he was pointing the finger, but either he didn't get the ball or something like that. But Frank, I mean. Uh, 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 Travis Kelsey threw the ball back to you, and you got that touchdown. But of course, they threw the flag immediately, mm-hmm. and all the stuff about warning them being outside. I mean, I don't know what the fish supposed to do. That I'm not getting into that. But he clearly was lined up offside. It was the correct call. Well, he didn't so, look or check. He yeah, didn't check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And that's on him, especially with all the drops and everything else they had. But guys, I think what we're seeing is a Kansas yeah. City team. Dare I say it? That knows they got issues. They got problems. Yes, yeah. and the problems yeah, are. Right. What we saw week one when the Motor City Kitties went in on Thursday night yeah. and beat them when Kadarius Co- Tony couldn't catch a cold, their receivers yeah. can't catch the ball. They yeah, got, yeah, and tr- or they fumble yeah. the ball, right? They yeah. they, they yeah. got problems. Yeah, yeah. and it did, didn't help either that uh, Kelsey was out of that game because he was hurt. And I think Chris Jones wasn't there for the first game. I think he came back the next week. But, of course, he's had those contract issues. They're still a talented team, but I definitely think they're vulnerable. And, guys, as far as Frank Wojciech, and, of course, uh, you remember some of the memories, too. Uh, just the first time I met him, of course, was at the uh, Rio Bravo. That was next to uh, Vanderbilt Stadium when they played games at Vanderbilt. Yeah, just bring back some memories. Great times. In fact, I used to live across the street from there, so even if I didn't get to go to a game at Vanderbilt, I always, a lot of times, would go for the post-game show just to hang out and stuff. But also the day at the Wild Horse Saloon, Music of the Miracle. I didn't have season tickets then, but I bought them when they made the Super Bowl run. So the fact, but one of my favorite memories is Kenny the Mailman won some uh, wrestling tickets, I believe, from radio station that the Titans was on, and he invited me to go with him. And we went to saw Frank in the wrestling ring. I was I there too. Was, I was yeah, there it was too. a TNA deal. Yep. I, I forget if his opponents were, if it was Jeff Jarrett or Cowboy James Storm or whatever. It, I think, and Frank got the win. But what was hilarious is when they tried to jump him afterwards, and of course he had some Titans teammates with him to fend off the attack and stuff like that. It was just, it was a you know great memory. Uh, just hate what he'd been going through the last several years because I've not seen him in a long time, and just 
you know, with the concussions and everything. I mean, he, he will be missed. He was just a great guy. Rest in peace, and my thoughts and prayers go out to him and his family. Guys, y'all take care, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, Eric. Appreciate it. Thank you, Eric. I was actually at that wrestling event just to see how Frank would do. That was a, it was a fun night. Wow. Um, going back to the Kansas City thing, yeah. the Chiefs are 1-3 and three in their last four games. They're leaking oil. They do not look like a well-oiled machine at all no. right now. No. And um, I, I think the emotions of Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid is because they're starting to see this thing slip away a little bit. Well... They're just not, and I'm not saying, look, I am not putting them out to pasture. I'm not saying that the Chiefs are, I'm not doing that. I'm saying right now they got issues. They have issues uh, for sure. However, I still say in a, in in a playoff game, they're going to be the, one of the toughest outs in that entire conference. Um, And, you know, and, and that is, is what I'm looking at as far as gauging their success. Now, the other thing you're looking at is the frustration that this team, for the first time in a long time, is actually going to have to go on the road and play a playoff game. Mm-hmm. They've been 11 games at home in the playoffs, which is unreal. Yep. They've won two Super Bowls and been to a third, and they've played all of their playoff games at home. So, you know, I, I think what you're seeing as well, Darren, is a team that is used to winning because the only way you get to do that is if you've been winning a lot of games. And if they are, the Kansas City Chiefs are 8-5 and five this year, I don't think they've lost five games in the last, you know, I don't know. If, if I look back, they've probably been 13-3, 14-3, whatever it's been. You know, they don't lose five games in a season. So this is a lot of losing for them. Even though it sounds like a pretty decent record, it's, it's a lot of losing for them. And their standard is, uh, is not as good. And by the way, when you, play, when you pay the players that they have, the kind of contracts that they have, you have to cut a corner somewhere, and where they have cut corners is at receiver. Tyreek Hill. That's the reason. They didn't want to get rid of Tyreek Hill. They had to. They had to. Because you can't sign Chris Jones. Can't, you can't have Travis Kelsey. Mahomes, and you can't have... Right. Kel- with with can't Max have, Stills. No. You they, can't have Kelsey, Jones, and Mahomes, and you You know, can't have Tyreek four Hill. players getting... The highest, uh, being the highest paid at their position. This is not the, on the NBA. Same team. This you is can. not the NBA. This yeah. is not Madden draft. You can't. No, Mm-mm. no. There's a salary cap, and the salary cap is real. Yep. So and that's why he's not there. That's why he's not there. So that means you're having to cut some corners. If this team did have a Tyreek Hill, good grief! Oh my gosh! Good grief! Dynasty. You're barely losing games like this. Yeah. With basically no receivers. They would feel a lot like the Patriots the year that they went undefeated in the regular season, and they just destroyed most teams. Yeah, and they won't. You know, you can't do it every week in the NFL, but they would be damn near impossible to stop. I mean, think about it: best tight end in the game, Ugh. best receiver in the game, yeah, best quarterback, best maybe defensive lineman in the game, yeah. best quarterback in the game, yeah, Hall of Fame head coach. Yeah, how do you, right? Good, how do you? Good luck with that. Yeah, good luck. Right, over good 17 weeks. And then you got to go to their place all the time. Yeah, good, good luck. In, in the playoffs. you know. It's So this is why the cap is real, and this is why they had to do that, or they would be an absolute dynasty. I yeah. mean, I, I just I don't know how you would beat that team unless they just, all those guys got hurt, then and obviously that changes it. Or Mahomes gets hurt, and then yeah. that changes everything. But if you have them, good luck. Right now they're the three seed in the AFC, the two teams in front of them, the Dolphins, and the Ravens, which means in a playoff matchup, you know, the second round for them, 
they would have to go either to Miami or to Baltimore to win a playoff game. Not to say they can't do that. Oh, they certainly can. But, you know, it's not ideal for them. They'd mm-hmm. rather have the week off and then have those teams come to their place. And that is looking like that is not the way this year's shaping up. They just don't have the targets. Like these, they've tried to replace these guys, well, and it's not working, right? Because Sky Moore, <laughs> nothing. Kadarius Tony, while he had what the big was it the kick return or punt return in the Super Bowl? Yeah, he's had some tough sledding. Week one, we know was atrocious against the Lions. Yeah, he. It just seems like for whatever reason, knucklehead plays. It seems to be follow him around. It seems to right. It seems to follow him. Like I don't think that's a coincidence. And they just the was it Rasheed Rice has a nice catch and then fumbles it. I mean. They just can't you, hold on you, to the ball. You cut co- Scantlings, where you cut corners. ball right in his hand. You cut Touchdown. Corners. Game winner. Drops it. They he's, lose. These are corners that were cut. Right. I mean, and, and they and they haven't been able, which tells me, I don't think there's any doubt. I would say, right, the Chiefs will be drafting a receiver in the first round I mean, this year. The, when you have to cut corners, that is normally where you go to get the, you know, yeah. get the guy. It's the rookie contract that you get in the first round or second round on a receiver. And to my knowledge, you really they, they ain't been doing it. Mm-mm. No. So this is this is what you end up with. So yeah, they're leaking oil. Yeah, it looks bad. But but I will say, the the Ravens and uh, the the Dolphins are, are gettable for them um, in, in a playoff game. So it all is not lost for Kansas City. They can very easily end up in the Super Bowl. Um, or you know, or or matching up well with with both of those teams. Nobody's perfect in the AFC. No, I mean everybody's no. got warts. Yeah, like I said, San Francisco looks like the best team, like top to bottom. Yeah, but the Ravens nearly but, lost to the Rams yesterday. But after that, yeah, they were took the overtime thriller to get that done. Yeah, but they didn't look unbeatable. No, they they could have easily lost yesterday. Very easily at home. The Rams are five hundred. They're below five hundred yeah, now. now. Yeah, but the Rams, you know, the Rams are uh, yeah. right. You know, and they're supposed to be the powerhouse. Of the, that, yeah. That's in Baltimore. Please. Okay. Please. Dolphins, while they're really, really good, and I think they're really, really good. They are. They don't beat anybody good. I mean, they beat, right now, all they're doing is destroying the Sisters of the Poor, which which is why I don't think the Titans have a chance tonight. This sure. Is, this is the perfect game for them. This is what they do. They beat up on the weak. Well, I think it's the end of lesson. I, I never count any team out of any game in the National Football League. Is what makes it the best sport on television right now is because anybody can win any game. And I understand it looks unlikely for the Titans to win the game tonight. I understand all that. But strange things happen all the time in the National Football League. Teams come out. These are all professionals. They have somebody wakes up and they go Super Saiyan on you. And next thing you know, such and such is having the game of his life tonight. And the and the team ends up winning again. Not say not to say it's going to happen tonight. I'm just saying that it can happen. It's the NFL. It, it's about matchups. I, I don't know. Look, if a strange thing happens at Hard Rock Stadium tonight, and a UFO lands and steals Tua and takes him away to outer space for the game, yeah, I mean, there's a chance. That's a strange thing, and that could favor the Titans. Mm-hmm. And then they bring him back to the facility tomorrow. I mean, if that happens, that strange thing happens, I give the Titans a real shot. Like, if Tua gets kidnapped tonight. It's, it's that bad, huh? 
by Martians. I, I think there's a real shot. To his guy get kidnapped by Martians. That's the Titans. That's how bad it's got to be. I, I may put a bet in they on They just can't go out there and beat him if, straight up. If that He's UFO is spotted before kickoff, and those Martians take Tua before kickoff, I'm probably I'm taking the Titans. Why are you so disrespectful to, well, the, I, to the professional athletes? But I don't want him to get hurt. I want him to just be dropped back off safe and sound tomorrow. You know, this disrespect what about Tyreek Hill? I mean, somebody's got to throw the ball to him. He's still going to be playing. <laughs> well, yeah, but there's going to be a big difference between Tua and uh, Mike White, former Western Kentucky Hilltopper. Sure. Well, Tyreek Hill is so fast, he could probably throw the ball himself. <laughs> probably throw the ball and then go take off running just and catch it. Sling it really yeah. high and just take off running. And then running. just take off running and go catch it <laughs> himself. He doesn't need a quarterback. Who needs a quarterback? Just, just you know. I, I just want you to keep in mind. Just me. Because nice. you're already calling him. What, did you, what is his nickname? Cheetah. Cheetah. So Cheetah can go <laughs> well, yeah. as fast as they can go. Uh, I, I'm just saying, Damon, if – Justin said it's going to take something strange. Yeah. And I said, if a UFO strange, yeah. and the Martians steal Tua it doesn't have to be that for the game, <laughs> that that is categorized as strange. It, it, okay. That is. I think the Titans are in. They, does, they have a shot. It doesn't there. have to be I think that strange. Are you trying to give somebody some ideas? To, no. no. I, I want him back to the facility safe and sound safe. tomorrow. Okay. It doesn't have to be that strange. Tomorrow. It tomorrow. just has to be like Sean Murphy Bunting getting two interceptions strange. And, you know, okay. To the house? Maybe pick six? No. I didn't, it doesn't have to be well, the house. I, I don't think still just that two changes. Picks. I mean, I mean, he can have two picks and I don't think it changes yeah, just, much. You know, it, it doesn't have to be UFO strange. <laughs> Just, you know, a couple of stops here. You know, just, you know, some turnovers. Who's going to pick the ball? Kevin Byers not there anymore. Nobody seems like does interceptions anymore. On well, he said strange. And so that categorizes strange. strange. Yeah, that would John be Murphy strange. Bunton getting interceptions <laughs> these, this year. Two in one game. Two. That's strange. That would be strange. <laughs> See, you don't have to go UFO. I, well, your strange is different than my strange. Okay, that's fair. We'll come back. More phone calls. 615 844-5600. Can you think of a scenario where the Titans win tonight? Or maybe you think they have a shot. What would need to happen? More of the McFarland Show next. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. We all know that Nashville life can get hectic. In the middle of all the madness that is life, don't forget to take care of yourself. Treat yourself to Nashville's ultimate relaxation experience at Makara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel. With services for men and women, Makara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel is your one-stop shop for full-body treatment. Begin your experience in the exquisite relaxation room, then enjoy a full-body treatment or even a couple's massage before finishing in the salon. Located on the fourth floor of the Omni Nashville Hotel, Makara Spa is Nashville's highest 
quality self-care oasis. To book your experience or gain information on packages, call Makara Spa today at 615-761-3600. Again, 615-761-3600. Or log on to theomnihotel.com. And with every booking, you'll have free valet parking and rooftop pool access to enjoy the Music City skyline. And through Labor Day, enjoy the fourth floor spa terrace for only $20. Makara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. Want even more excitement on game day? It's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you could win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks. And with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Sweat it out. Watch your entry update in real time. And continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with prize picks. And right now, you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime. Prize picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for more details. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. Derek Henry's next. Yeah, I think this is the first of uh, several moves. I, I, I do. I yeah. think the Titans realize where they are. I think it's a reality check, and I think there could be more moves. I really do. You wake up one morning, you realize it's time to do some different things here. I think that's what it is, so I don't think they're done dealing. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton, WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. The McFarland Show, broadcasting live in Rutherford County on 107.9 FM. The Titans have signed to the active roster from the practice squad for tonight's game. Running back Jonathan Ward, punter, Ty Zetner. There has been a standard elevation from the practice squad to defensive lineman Marlon Davidson. Standard. Standard elevation. What did Mm -hmm. I say? Yeah, that's what you said. I'm just repeating. Okay, I was like, what the heck did I say? It's not special. It's standard. Yeah, standard elevation from practice squad. Mm -hmm. Defensive lineman Marlon Davidson, linebacker JoJo Doman. Okay. I just like your response. Okay. Okay. Oh, good. I'm just saying. Get mighty quiet. You dude. said something strange. Those dudes are going to be playing tonight. Yeah. JoJo Doman is going to be on the field tonight Practice trying to squad stop guys. the Dolphins. Practice squad guys. Those are the ones going to kidnap the guy and take him to Mars. No, I'd like to rescind it. The Martians need to take Tua and Tyreek Hill. 
Oh, why are you disrespecting JoJo Doman? What did JoJo Doman do to you? Nothing, but I mean, sure he's Davidson nice and JoJo. JoJo's taking him to the dome, baby. Okay. I don't know what that means, but. I don't know what that means either. 615 844 Space Dome. 5600. Looking them up right now. It's okay. Very nice young man from Nebraska. Just, JoJo Doman. Well, how do you know he's nice? I mean, he may, he may not be nice. He looks, he looks like a nice know, guy. You don't know him. No, I don't. He looks like a nice guy. <laughs> from all indications. You're he's just because he's from yeah. the Midwest. Nice. He's got to be nice, no, right? Linebacker there. He's not nice. He's from Nebraska. Uh, I think Lawrence Phillips played at Nebraska. Well, how nice was why, he? Why, why? Why are we doing that? What? Why? Why? Why are we invoking the name of Lawrence Phillips? <laughs> you just, you just, the said young man went to Nebraska. All people play go to Nebraska or not? Nice. I did, did not say that. I did not say that. You inferred. So, why, like why, I heard him say that. There. Well, I think he why was. You, why you bring up su- Lawrence? Why don't, why don't you bring it up? Why don't you bring up touchdown Tommy Frazier? Why you? Why you bring it up? <laughs> that was next. You You're ever right. let me no, there. Why you bring up Lawrence Phillips? <laughs> that was next. See how they just, just jump Phillips. right to it. Ooh, that's really Lawrence deep. Phillips. Oh man, no, he didn't go to. He, he didn't go to Tommy Frazier. He was no, to Lawrence. He Phillips. went to Lawrence Phillips. Man, let's go to Tony. <laughs> He's nice. I don't think he went to Nebraska. No, Tony's Tony on the record. What's He's up? on the record. He did not do that. Good afternoon, gentlemen. And no, I did not go to Nebraska. However, a good friend of mine was kin to Tom Osborne. Yes. Oh, wow. And uh matter of fact, would bring me some swag back in the day from Nebraska. Mm-hmm. And I still have a sweatshirt in my closet that had them where they won five or six natties. It was a big logo. On the front of the sweatshirt, they were um, they were quite uh, good for many decades. Many decades, and there's two or three coaches that they've let go since then. I think they would like to have back. (laughs) Yeah, they they haven't been able to get it right, have they? Mm -mm. And speaking of coaches, Austin P today got their new coach, Jeff. (laughs) Uh, Ferris, Not, not Fisher. I was gonna. I thought it was Jeff Fisher, but it was it's not Jeff Ferris. No, we were we were right there. We had a Jeff. You were we close. A Jeff. a Jeff F. We had a Jeff F. Jeff F. Just Jeff wrong F, vowels right? after that. What That's the F, the Jeff? Last week I, I was all over that part of it. You were. You <laughs> nailed it. Called that man. <laughs> called it. Golly. Thank you for breaking think, that on this show. Thank you. <laughs> I think he. Uh, I think he's going to be fun. I think he's going to be a good coach. Uh, it brings a lot of energy. And uh, I think he's got some good resources back this part of the country. So, how uh, old is he? Twenty one. Thirty three. Thirty three. Okay. Because I knew he was uh, uh, of age. I just, I just thought it was like yesterday. He was just of age. over age. Yeah. Just legal. Just over. <laughs> that's what they've seemed to have gotten up there two or three times. So that's true. But uh, hopefully he can keep uh, keep the train on the tracks and and uh, take us to another to the next level to the next step. What do you know about and Jeff F? Your buddy Jeff F. Jeff played at Duke. Okay, he's from so he's Knox- smart Knoxville Farragut. Really, and uh, played at played at Duke. Uh, played under Cutcliffe and later coached with Cutcliffe. Wow, all okay. right, there you go. And, and he and Gerald Harrison, the AD at Austin P. That's where Gerald Harrison made the connection with him mm-hmm. at Duke. Okay, and so when he left, apparently they stayed in contact a little bit and. Uh, 
he was at UCLA as their tight ends coach. Okay. Ends well, my wife doesn't like him because he went to Farragut. She went to Bearden. So. I can understand. Well, yeah. tell her just, you know, set that aside and put on the red and black for the governors and pull for them when, when they're playing. <laughs> I'll try my best. Um, Steve, Frank, check guys, when I heard the news, very sad. I think Frank was one that was such a people person. We all liked him. He liked everybody. I was at two or three events that I, when I saw Frank out, you know, I'm just a somebody, a nobody. But uh, every time you saw Frank around somebody, he was always happy, jovial. Never, I, the three times I ever saw him out that I was close by around him, he never turned down an autograph, a picture. I actually introduced my daughter uh, to him at the Preds game. And he had tickets at the Preds game, and that's where I introduced my daughter to him. And I told this little story this morning, but uh, I told him, I said, Frank, you and I have got something in common. He said, well, what's that? I said, well, you're married to a Sharon. I'm married to a Sharon. We were both tight ends, and I don't know. I said, you've gone a lot further. He said, well, bless both of our hearts. <laughs> he said, God bless both of us in that regard. And he always he always could crack a joke. He was great on the radio waves for, what, Darren, 10 years, 12 years with Kevin and them? Uh, I think it was more like 14, I think. 14, yeah. And in my eyes, in my eyes, he's on my Titans Mount Rushmore. And uh, I think, and guys, something that people forget, he, the reason he was, you know, picked to throw the pass on the miracle, he was always, you know, they ran several times a tight end's pass with Frank throwing the ball. Wasn't he like seven of nine? Something like that on on, uh, passing? We've seen worse quarterbacks in this market than Frank. Oh, yeah, yeah, we have. He knew when to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. He, <laughs> he did. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. He did. Hey, guys, have a good afternoon. Thank you for sharing my little thoughts. And uh, as far as the Titans tonight, you know, I want to say, well, maybe they'll play inspired for, you know, the passing of Frank. Uh, but this team, let's be real. I, I don't think it's going to happen. If it's still a close game in the first quarter, I think we'll all be kind of surprised. Yeah. Thank you, Tony. Jeez. Uh, Greg Pogue said the final was 27-14. to 14. I texted him and said, Miami will have 27 by half. Man. What? No? Let's go to break. Okay. Final break. Come back to wrap up Monday show next. Tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the Ping G430 drivers, which combine the ultimate combination of distance and forgiveness. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series laser rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in-store or online at WorldwideGolf.com. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands. 
at up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Michael Fabiano here, and if you want even more excitement on game day, it's time to get on prize picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks. And with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Watch your entry update in real time and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. And right now, when you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime, prizepicks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prizepicks, daily fantasy sports made easy, must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for details. Golfers, swing into Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the hottest new fall arrivals from TaylorMade, Callaway, and Titleist. Come by and test drive the new TaylorMade P790 irons, the new Callaway Apex Pro iron sets, and the new Titleist T-Series irons. While you're there, get a free custom fitting on the new arrivals and more. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is your headquarters for all the latest golf gear from all the top manufacturers. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in store or online at edwinwattsgolf.com. Grind into the holiday season with your Memphis Grizzlies this Friday when they host Dylan Brooks and the Houston Rockets on Memphis Grizzlies Ford Scholars Night presented by Ford and your Mid-South Ford dealers. Arrive early. First 5,000 will receive Grizzlies holiday wrapping paper. Get hyped. Get ready for a star-studded show and secure your tickets today by calling 901-888-HOOP or visiting grizzlies.com. The McFarland Show. Video streaming live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube from the Strike and Spare Studio. Predators went to Canada Saturday and last night. Yeah. Lost to the Leafs on Saturday afternoon. And then uh, turned around and beat the Canadians last night in Montreal. And Montreal. Montreal. Which I'd love to go to. I hear it's a fantastic city. Interesting. I've been to Toronto. Okay. I've been to... uh, Vancouver. All right. I've been to Calgary. Mm-hmm. I've been to the Peg. Okay. In Winna. In Winna. Ah, I see. So, but I've never been to uh, Montreal. Okay. And I hear it's a fantastic city. I've not been north great, of the border yet, but so okay. it's the biggest arena in the NHL. Hmm. So, All right. Uh, they'll be back at it uh, tomorrow night. So, doubleheader on the Monday uh, Monday Night Football front tonight: Packers Giants. And, of course, the Titans mm. and the Dolphins. So we'll have a lot to react to sure will. tomorrow on the show. Again, as we talked about at the beginning of the show, um, thoughts and prayers to everybody who was affected this weekend with the storms on Saturday. Yeah. And you, you're more privy to this than me um, as we wrap this thing up. 
if people want to help. I know there's there's probably oh, ways to, but um, th- I know there's a lot of people sending out messages like, "Hey, we need you for now to steer clear of like the cleanup. Like we're we got to have emergency vehicles and stuff like." There's that. There's a lot of looky loos who want to go around take yeah. pictures. I saw that a lot yesterday. Yeah. Uh, they want you to stay out of the zones. Unless you have a reason to be there. If you just want to go there to take pictures for the gram or for Facebook, please, everybody, give everybody some room over there. Let the crews in there. Let them work. And and shout out to the power crews who continue to operate around the city to try to get the power back on for everyone. Well said. That is going to do it for our show today. Have a great rest of your Monday. Enjoy the games tonight. And we'll talk about it tomorrow with you starting at 2 o'clock. Don't forget Bill Keen. We'll start things off at 6, followed by Greg and John from 9 to 11. We'll see you then.